You are listening to Oblivion. It is September 26th, 2022. It's interesting that um, the New York Times does have some um, uh, kind of climate, actual honest climate-related uh, coverage, uh, which is pretty unusual for uh, major media, but at least they do have a, a staff of actual scientists. And uh, so they have, of course, along with the hurricane, they have another one, a nightmare for forecasters. Here's why hurricanes are getting stronger faster. And uh, and they do attribute climate uh, crisis um, to that. So, hey, I'll give the New York Times a little, little something there. Hey, is, isn't that right alongside the article about how uh, now because of uh, legalized marijuana, there's this thing called human trafficking? <laughs> is there a, have you seen that? As oh, yeah, all story? over the news on, on NBC and in, oh, yeah. in the New York Times. So uh, what, what they, they do is there's a map of the United States, right? And mm -hmm. then there's a giant pot leaf that appears in the middle of the country and then the whole country turns green. And then the the words human trafficking come on the screen. And, oh, wow, what's this? I've never heard of this before. You know, while well, they put on their designer jeans and their, uh, uh, what are they called? The tennis shoes that uh, people in Chicago used to Jordans. kill themselves, <laughs> the Air Jordans or whatever. Um, and they're saying well, that. Well, those were uh, the days. <clears throat> Those and were no the days where you could, like, die for a tennis shoe. I mean, God. Right. You know, now it's just um, you die because there's nothing to die for. Man, you've got to help me remember that one because I'm outside. I don't have anything to, to write with. He died because he had nothing to die for. Will you write that down for me? Mm -hmm. Did you do that already? Yeah. Anyway, where 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 was I? Um, so yeah, with the human trafficking thing, they're they're saying that the the, the real problem with the uh, the current status of marijuana is that I think Michigan, uh, not Michigan, uh, Maine is a good example. Um, Ninety three percent of the municipalities in Maine don't allow any kind of local. Uh, cannabis business, whether it's a dispensary or growing anything. Mm -hmm. And yet, if you were to go back and look at uh, whatever year it was, like, say, 2016, 2018, whatever year it was that uh, Maine legalized it, pretty much in every single county and municipality, the vote was in favor, right? And so because there are these localities and really California is uh, the got to be the number one example, most populous place in the nation. Um, you know, central California, Eastern California, those localities, they don't want any kind of, you know, marijuana business. And so you have it where in the state is legal, but the people don't want it. And it's called, you know, NIMBY, not in my backyard. Right, right. And um, so um, that's really the problem with it. it. It isn't that, well, if you legalize marijuana, then all of a sudden there'll be this thing called human trafficking, which is, you know, so 
stupid and ridiculous because pretty much the the real hard labor of our entire economy from the uh you know the farming and the you know being out in the vineyards and the 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 farms and the big in the heat and uh you know the dishwashers whatever the hell else is you know people are doing um everybody knows that this is based on this hardcore um labor because you know white people aren't having babies because the ardors of capitalism are too extreme uh yeah there was recently an article in the new york times about um uh drug arrestees vie for first new york pot licenses uh, <laughs> so the, the, gotta love it <laughs> there was that restitution part of the law which was um uh, pretty awesome really that uh, you know people that had been convicted for the crime once was crime were given special treatment for their <laughs> it's compensation for their uh so that that was a a pretty impressive uh situation yeah i mean say i think that new york is pretty good as far as uh, as the laws have gone i don't know it may end up being a better situation than colorado uh, but we'll see well, but I think Colorado will always be the winner, number one. I mean, because they, they did it. I mean, somebody's got to be first, and they did it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Colorado is just awesome all around, so. Yeah, indeed. Uh, all right, what else is going on? Well, um, did you happen to read about how uh, Governor Bashir of Kentucky is saying he actually is going to take executive action to uh, legalize medical marijuana, which I think is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And of course, it immediately raises a number of significant questions, which uh, means like what kind of um, medical marijuana are we talking about? Uh, have you read anything about this? No, I haven't heard, heard a thing. Uh, but yeah, it was in the uh, Murray Ledger and Times. I guess it would have been uh, on uh, Friday, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another thing, I got my uh, Omicron-specific uh, variant booster. Oh yeah. Um, do you feel boosted? Um, well, I do. I mean, uh, my uh, I didn't go through the unpleasantness of previous shots yeah but i still did even though and it wasn't at first it was kind of like about 12 hours later and then the following day it was like man um <laughs> god uh anyway uh, but i feel much better i feel fine i mean i'm glad i got it done i guess uh, in a few more days i'll be like totally boosted <laughs> Uh, but as far as the, I mean, come on. I mean, wouldn't you agree with me, Dave, that like with Bashir and the medical marijuana thing, I mean, this should have happened a long time ago. Gatewood Galbraith was talking about this when we were in, in college. And there's a point at which where it's like, sure, you know, it's good that if this actually happens. Um, but, you know, when all these other people do it first and they say, well, now we'll find you can do it too. It's kind of like, well, whatever. I mean, if people think it's so great that they're just like totally worthless, then uh, they can do that. 
And I'll just go spend more time on the Oregon coast, man. Yeah. So, so it's... I mean, do you have any thoughts on um, what? Any of this? You mean uh, the medical? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this year and. Well, I'm. Yeah, I, I think it's, hey, it's a good thing, you know. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll give give Andy his due on that one, you know. He, um, <clears throat> okay, yeah, it's it's just incredible that there's such a, I don't know, these, these fascist cops have just totally taken over the culture, politically speaking. Uh, and... Um, well, that happened a long time ago, though, man. That's right. not. I guess so. Yeah, yeah I just that's my whole thing, man. Is uh, like what you're saying right now is that's that's the truth. At this point, who cares? Well, you know, and it's, it's, but culturally, that they're. Um, I mean, we all know Eastern Kentucky was second only to to California uh, when we were young back in the prohibition days um it's still the prohibition well, days man yeah, it's a partial prohibition you know not not total like it was before but i mean yeah there was a so there was a pretty heavy use uh, it was especially in eastern kentucky but um there was actually a lot around around here this is the cornbread mafia area uh from the um book of such a name that uh, uh so there was a definite culture it was actually kind of a catholic interesting catholic thing it was related to the kind of loose uh, uh life of the of the catholics going from being uh you know, making whiskey and moonshining and stuff to converting to growing pot which you know I, i'm pretty sure that a lot of the pot we smoked and uh we were young was mostly came from right around this area because uh they really uh they <laughs> they really had a major operation and it was it was pretty broad you know uh along with the the corruption of of uh you know, <laughs> the, the cops and uh you know but anyway I mean, it was about 15 years ago that a couple of the deputy sheriffs were busted for, well, what they did was they stole pot from some person and then resold it to an undercover cop, state cop. Oops. God. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. And then, and, then, and then the state cop sold it to the FBI. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody somebody was enjoying themselves. I mean, yeah. like, what is the point of all of this, man? Yeah. Well, indeed. It's, it's just, it's at this point, <clears throat> I don't have any, like, sympathy or um, understanding for going on with this. I mean, of course, if you want to take that liberal authoritarian position of this is the only way to look at the issue, the one question is, what do you think? Is it good that Governor Andy Bashir of Kentucky says he's going to take executive action to legalize some form of medical marijuana. You can answer yes or no, and that's all you can say. Well, like, so I'm going to say no, and then in addition to being like a misogynist and a racist because I'm a white heterosexual, 
now I can be like a, a prohibitionist. And like, of course, that's not what I'm saying, but it's it is a waste at this point. And who, who, who cares, man? I think it's degrading. I think it's totally degrading at this point that I need the governors or doctors <laughs> or anybody else's yeah. like permission. Exactly. Like what I'm going to put into my body when people in this other states uh, can do so. And these people are flying their flags and they're saying, I'm an American. And isn't this great? And they obviously they don't care. They're totally content that somebody else is going to tell them what to do and whatever the issue it is it shouldn't be somebody else telling you what to do get out of my life man leave me alone but this is a great day i will say that and i mean kentucky isn't isn't all bad but really the thing to do i mean for all of us is i'm totally not worried about it and I'm just going to basically groove on out in the end to the Oregon coast. And it's like, right as I say that, this really strong, beautiful wind is coming. I guess it feels like it's coming from the north. But, you know, Oregon is partially north. It doesn't really matter. And that, that's the thing. is, If you look at Bashir's um, uh, governorship, he comes in, wouldn't it have been 2019? And if he had come in and the first year, or at least the next, had said he really wanted to do this, I mean, who is he kidding? Was anybody really surprised? Like, oh, I can't believe that the Kentucky legislature, led by these Eastern Kentucky bigots, these grumpy, half-dead, just pieces of meanness, that these people were actually ever going to legalize any form of medical marijuana. And so it does kind of make Bashir look like a goofball. And uh, I really don't think Kentucky one way or another is worth thinking about, to be honest with you. Well, girl, that's a hot take there, Dave. You nice. betcha. <laughs> yep. So uh... anyway, what you got there, uh, Mr. Miller out there in the uh, in the central Kentucky zone. Well, What's the weather like? You having a nice day and all? Well, it's a pretty nice day out here. I yeah, it's awesome you. down here, man. It is. It's 70 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> light wind. Moderate to light wind. Very yeah, typical. We've got a, actually a pretty nice strong wind, but it's great. I, uh, um. Here it comes again. Woo! Choo-choo! <laughs> That's the l current conditions. So I guess another thing that we could uh, talk about that's uh, vaguely related to uh, our ongoing topics here is uh, Biden. I think both of us enjoy the, uh, you know, making fun of and the... <laughs> The, you know, I mean, it's it's a waste. Would you agree? And as far as I know, is that even though his numbers have gone up, most Democrats still want Biden not to be the nominee in 2024. So, Dave, I want to know what do you think of this, and who would you, besides me, of course, <laughs> like to see as the nominee for president in 2024? Oh well. 
nobody stands out, man. You know, I don't really, I'm kind of, I'm tired of Bernie, you know, two times around. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. It'd be a waste. Uh He was a joke. He was a sham. I mean, I do like Bernie. I will always say I like Bernie, but it was sort of a, a, a jerk off thing with him. Never, never to me seemed like he was ever really going to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. And since then, of course, the, the clamp down the, on anything he was talking about, uh, as far as, uh, being the center point of, of the mainline party line Democrat, uh, talking points you know the medicare for all forget it um legalizing forget it um and uh social programs forget it all right um you know uh so the the landscape um i mean it's They've they've made it abundant. Well, they've made the, it abundantly clear that there's no chance that any progressive um, measures are going to even be considered. Right, and, and so, so as sense, far as democratic uh, politics are concerned, it's totally over. I'm not. I'm not. You know, kind of like your. I'm not interested in Kentucky. You know. I'm not interested in. You know. Giving yeah, totally. giving a shit I, about the Democratic Party, right? Right on, right on, brother. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> now, have you I, seen any good foreign films lately? Uh, hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, I saw a Caesar and Caesar and Rosalie. It was a French movie that was Menage a Trois. <laughs> there was a menage a trois in this movie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that was a good one. I had um, Romy Schneider, who was this uh, German-slash-French actress who, uh, she was in a lot of movies. She died kind of young, um, some kind of illness. Uh, quite amazingly beautiful. Uh, yep, so that's the most recent one. How about yourself? Um, I have, um, there was a string of them that was on about three weeks ago, but I haven't uh, seen any. Uh, but I, uh, especially the French foreign films, I look forward to coming around again. Mm-hmm. In the long-term project, I want the... Um, the vast and wide oblivion podcast audience to know is that uh, Dr. Ogreby is going to go uh, to France and make a foreign film in France. What do you think of that, Dave? And wait a second. Didn't you and your uh, wife get uh, have your uh, marriage consummated in France? Uh, no, no, no. Um, we, we, what do you we... know? I, I got it wrong again. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, yeah, and like take a honeymoon or some kind of celebration there. Tenth anniversary, we were there for our tenth anniversary. Yeah. Well, okay, so I wasn't too far off. Right. Yeah. Or was I? Well, um, you sort of remembered the story. Yeah. Uh, All right. right. So, uh, anywho, uh, yeah. So, I mean, what what about this idea of France? 
Well, that's a ba- at this point, that's basically all I can tell you. I, I, I've got to finish the film that I'm making, which is going to happen uh, in November. And um, by the way, this is the last, uh, I think, podcast of September. Anyway, the first film I'm making, it's going to we'll be done with that in November. Uh, but this is this is a future project. This will happen sometime in uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Mark and it's going to be a foreign film. Sweet. And again, that wonderful brisk wind is coming. Oh. Yeah, I'm on. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, what else we got going on? Uh, Where there's uh, Putin, there, there's the uh, uh, increasing uh, talk of uh, nuclear problems. <laughs> yeah, nuclear problems. Uh, when the when you talk about nukes, there's generally problems. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the escalation in the in the rhetoric is um, rather marked. Um, yeah, and P- Putin came on and did a countrywide, uh, Russia-wide speech and. Um, he was, you know, said that, uh, you know, if we're willing to use nukes, he was pretty explicit about it. So, uh, uh, Right, and, and we're kind of seeing the, the long-term folly of American foreign policy, which, by the way, um, is for some time now, I've been saying that the Joe Biden administration was going to come down to uh, it was going to resort to an appeal to foreign policy, right? Joe foreign policy Biden. And we're seeing that, I mean, our foreign policy is a failure because it has not adapted. I mean, it has not kept up with the times, right? I mean, it's uh, you have this Cold War, it ends, you have a war in the Middle East, and then that's a complete disaster. Now you're right back in a, in basically a war with uh, with, with Russia, you have all this uh, constant talk of um, a possible nuclear war. I mean, I find that infuriating. You know, we had to listen to that when we were in the eighth grade. We should not have to be listening to something like that now. And it goes to show you that our government, and certainly, yes, the other governments around the world, it's all—it's always been a big joke. You know, are we ever going to have peace? Well, of course not. Because no one really wants it, but yeah, it's it's just uh, it's really disgusting um, that the world situation is the way that it is. You don't see anything on the media uh, while the New York Times and NBC are trying to connect, you know, cannabis to schizophrenia and human trafficking. <laughs> you know, you don't see them ever talking about the follies of American foreign policy look at how much money has been spent between 2009 and you know 2014 you know look at the skyrocketing costs this many people killed and what are we left with today you know imminent threat of nuclear war you know we may as well be like before the days of the cuban missile crisis didn't that happen like in what 1962 am i correct that was the year yeah God damn, man, that's like seven freaking years before we're born. We haven't made one single 
step forward. It's a joke, man. It's pathetic. Why are you spending all this money? I've got to worry about a nuclear war. Yeah, it's a fucking joke, man. But, you know, you... But we're going to make Do you sure wanna... that we clean out Joe Manchin's asshole. We got that Joe Manchin butt plug act fast. The butt plug act. I was just looking, believe that. I was looking at the COVID world COVID map and uh, Russia's yeah, Russia's going kinda, great. Oh yeah, Russia's kind of high right now. Says the pandemic's over. I mean, you have to agree, right, Dave? <laughs> well, I mean, you are after all a Democrat, aren't you? You're not a Republican. <laughs> You can't disagree with Joe Biden because that make you a Republican. You're not a Republican, are you? Well, there was an opinion piece in the New York Times that was pretty good. It was like, you know, a lot of people don't think it's over. There were some pretty good uh, people on there. Well, they can say what they want, but I would challenge you or the listener or anybody else to do this. Go on social media. Look at people's Facebook sites. Look at their pictures. Look at what they're posting. Because I don't see a damn, I don't see a goddamn person wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. I don't the, see nobody wearing a no mask. The mask thing is is, is very pathetic. Because, um, well, if, if it surges back, obviously the mask will be put back, but not nearly as much bef- as before, I would guess. Uh, um, yeah, so it's, but, you know, are, are they saying, oh, well, maybe it, it's not going to surge back and it's just going to be like this low level or I mean, what the fuck? Well, the point is, is that it doesn't matter, um, what is actually going to happen and that sometime between now and the end of time, like, yeah, maybe COVID-19 won't be as bad as it was in 2020. The point is, is that it's no big deal just to wear a mask. And especially the president to say the pandemic is over. Is this such a, a purposely ignoramus statement to make? And it totally solidifies and supports what I've been saying for years now, which is that everybody is Donald Trump. Joe Biden is Donald Trump. Is not the pandemic over? That's exactly, that is exactly what president donald trump would be saying right now if he were president and if if ron DeSantis were president he would be saying that and joe biden's saying saying the same thing and so i just asked the listener what's the difference if they're saying the same thing what's the difference well uh color you know uh, sure like trump, trump. Is more <laughs> transparent <laughs> ashen Death, death like acid. acid. <laughs> at least, at least Trump is orange. Biden doesn't even have any color to him at all. Ashen. Yeah, but I just can't believe somebody would say something like that. It's it's such a, um, it's it's so pathetic. Yeah, I'm seeing there's Eastern Kentucky is kind of a hot spot right now uh, for COVID. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I thought actually COVID was kind of uh, 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 mellow right now. Well, I mean, it's um, tied, almost tied for the highest. 
let's see, it's 27 per 100,000. And only North Carolina and New Jersey are higher at 28. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're leading the pack. Well, New York is just below us at 26. They've gone up plus 45% um, in the last two weeks. New York has. Interesting. So is Rhode Island. Uh-oh. New England. Uh-oh. Surging in New, in, uh, New England area. The Northeast. Yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah. Surging, but for some reason, Kentucky. Um, I don't see uh, any of these southern states going up like that. Let's see. T yeah, Tennessee. Have we gone down, though? Oh, yeah. See, we've gone down, though. God. 42% in the last two weeks. We must have been number one there for a little while. Only 400 people died today. <laughs> yeah. 432, it said. Which, you know, that's um, that's not a very good uh, normal. Oh, I, I did notice that the the New York, I mean, New York, <laughs> New Zealand um, is, uh, you know, they're kind of doing the same thing as the Democratic Party. Right. Uh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's kind of what's really pathetic about that is, is they were doing so good there. Right. They were being extra super cautious and we're kind of like doing like China. Right. Why guess, not make it worth it? Yeah. They did it kind of like China and didn't have any because they were pretty much closing off. Um and now it's just like, let her rip. So it's just like, it's, it's very sad. Like, <laughs> and <clears throat> and you, you've always got a mention in the New York Times. When COVID is mentioned, it's, you know, that's always a, a part of their problems. On the problem side is the, like, their economic problems, whatever they're having right now, or partially due to their shutdowns, right? Uh, strict shutdowns, authoritarian shutdowns, you know, um, and that's always mentioned. Right, that terrible policy where four thousand six hundred thirty-six people four, die versus one million. They four million, the equivalent of four million people were saved by this. Uh, the China policy. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, America <laughs> gets rid of Roe versus Wade because it's pro-life. So you oppose a policy that saved four million lives. Yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know what would get uh, the U.S. Uh, authorities to. Uh, be more, um, you know, actually have a goal of trying to get rid of this shit instead of uh, this um, acceptance of, I think, a very high level of acceptance, you know, way more than it should be uh, as far as yeah, Everybody's and, Donald Trump. I mean, they, um, I, I just think from the beginning that the uh, aversion to science and anything that would reinforce 
a scientific point of view um, is just uh, something that people are not interested in. Uh, I mean, even even the more the quote liberal. Um, well, you know me. There are no liberals. <laughs> Well, liber liberals are right wing in our culture, um, but right. I mean, there, there were you know, talk about how you know you should wear masks and uh, how readily you know how strict some people were that, uh, like some of my uh, Nancy's colleagues, uh, you know, it's like some of them were strict and. Now they're not, totally not, you know, and uh, right. just because of the policy, there was a general policy changes and they just went along with it and, and uh, you know, uh, and, and these are people with PhDs and shit, so it's like. <laughs> well, that tells you what the PhDs are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and the vaccination we haven't visited that in quite a while. God damn, got flies after me in here. I don't smell like shit. Get away from me. <laughs> shit. Anyway, are you back inside now? I am, yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I hear it cutting out a little little bit there i am you are there yes indeed the u.s um lead story new york times u.s student loan plan could cost about 400 billion dollars did you ever have student loans Well, I the, the first thing that comes to my mind when people bring this stuff up is the uh, 2008 bailout. And this, but uh, this did, total... did you did you ever have student loans? I did, but I didn't ever have anything on the order of the kind of the amount that really makes it an issue. I mean, right, I, right. I did. I never bought into this idea. Of, yeah, I'll take out a quarter of a million dollars. Great. We got to do that right now. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I mean, I, I took out, um, it was definitely under 10000 You know, yeah. I took out like 2000 maybe at a time to get me through a year of graduate school. Hmm. Or maybe just a night out at the bar. <laughs> hey, that's... Gotta have that every once every other day or so. I mean, come on, that should be Americans' right. That should just be. So it's one of those issues where, again, sort of the liberal authoritarian says yes or no. What do you think? Do you think that is it? so? It's like yes, I think that people who took out student loans, if they can't pay them back, they should be in debt forever. They should be homeless. <laughs> they should be standing by a garbage can. Right now, with gloves, with holes in them, and their fingernails singing up in the cold of the night with the, the cold light of the moon frowning upon them and their immoral ways. Because I think what they're doing is bad and wrong. <laughs> yeah, but uh, really, it's required 
universities for you to put on that level of debt because they're so friggin' expensive. You sure. Know, if you... And that's the whole problem with the setup is once you say we'll let you take out this and we'll let you take out that, you're basically incentivizing the university to transition from a public institution to a private institution that really has no other purpose other than to make profit, which means its only real function is fundraising, which means the only assets that it has are the <laughs> fundraiser. So if you come there and say like, hey, I wrote a dissertation about verifying web web-based information, they're like, yeah, but you didn't play the district attorney on law and order. You don't know anything about how to make money. Are those the two main categories of, of jobs? Oh, for sure. Law and order. <laughs> Yep, the the um, S and P dropped to its lowest level of the year, fueled by economic concerns. So will will Biden get his ass kicked if the economy tanks before the election? The election's getting pretty damn close, so it better crater quick if that's Practic gonna happen. Uh, practically a month away, is it not? Yeah, month and a half, I guess. Well, yeah month and one week yeah so yeah i guess i will vote um because of the well i think it's always the row, good to vote the row the row I mean, kentucky has a, a constitutional amendment um up for vote which is anti you know whether or not to ban abortion i guess um so i'm gonna put my no in on that one for what it's worth Or is it yes? Are they going to trick us into doing the saying the wrong thing, and then we'll make it happen? God, can't trust them. Well, here's the thing: Biden is saying that he needs two more senators so that they can overturn the filibuster, and then they'll bring back the the constitutional rights of uh, Roe versus Wade. They'll they'll codify. Row into law, which, of course, if you're Joe Biden, you had 30 years as a senator, as a vice president, right? And a year as president to do this, and you didn't do that. You just sat there and waited for the Supreme Court to do what we've known that they wanted to do since 1980. And if you didn't realize this by 1980, which is only seven years after the actual decision of Roe versus Wade, um, certainly, for crying out loud, you should have known it by 1992, which would have been the Casey uh, decision, that they're, they're, this is the beginning, they're going to do away with this if we let them, and people like Joe Biden um, let them do it. And so, is that, so it, let's say that the Democrats add people to the Senate. What is not to say that 
one, two, all three of them for however many the plus number is, say, well, we're not going to do away with the filibuster either. I mean, if you can find Cinema and Mansion who say we won't do it, how do we know these other people won't do it? The other thing is, as I've said last week, what about the future? I mean, if you want to really get behind this particular Senate, this particular president, I mean, I really think that you're fucked. If you're over 40, like you'll never see anything but this fucking shit until you die. You live to be like 200 years old. It'll be the same thing. And the thing is, the media is trying to make it seem like there isn't a rising star in the Democratic Party. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit. There is a rising star. And it's Gavin Newsom. But the media doesn't want to get behind him because he really is liberal. He's feisty. He is charismatic. He's from California. And he doesn't fit the mold for, now that we've run to black, we've got to run a woman, we've got to run a homosexual, we've got to run a transgender, you know, we've got to run a Siamese twin, right? Like, where does it end with the Democrats when it's going to matter what they actually do versus the anatomical <laughs> thing and, that they put in the White House. Right, the anti-politics of, of uh, <laughs> the sham Im- image. The democracy that you've image. done a good job of talking about, mm. that they reinforce by saying it's this anatomical thing. We're liberal, right? So a long-standing point I've made is my detachment from the Democratic Party. If somehow I actually had a medical marijuana card in my hand before the November election, sure, that would change my mind about the Democrats. But gee, Dave, you think that's going to (laughs) happen? No. Right. And if the Democrats actually did get, you know, Biden's uh, pale white ass out of the pale White House... And they they put someone in there actually wanted, look, it's one-two tandem. Gavin Newsom, Alexandria, Ocasio-Cortez. Quit looking at the coasts as that's a weakness that can be used against you. Start using this stuff for you. We have a hybrid culture at this point. We don't have an urban-rural culture. We have a hybrid culture with the Internet. I mean, people that are living in the country living in this, these like medium-sized like quasi-towns, quasi-cities. I mean, this is the same basic culture. Like, do you really think it's only people in San Francisco and Portland that know what marijuana is? So um, use that coastal cultural power to your advantage and make the Republicans look like the old-timey bigots that they are Mm -hmm. and take over, man, before we really do lose everything. And get Biden out, man. He's a a waste. Get him out of there. And it's it's too little too late for uh, for, for Bashir. I mean, of course, I'll give him credit for what he's doing, but why didn't he just do it when he came in? Why didn't this happen when Gaywood Galbraith was saying this was going to happen? And for that matter, as of right now, 
how come it hasn't already happened? Don't you think that's a good point, Dave? I do. I think it's a good point. If he's if he's if Bashir's going to do this, what's he waiting on? Do you have a good answer for that? I don't. Do you? What were the plans? He was going to do it sometime in the future, or he was well, sure. thinking about it, or right. I mean, why say that? Why not just be like, when do I pick up my newspaper and it says, you know, Kentucky legalizes medical marijuana? That's actual news. Well, I wonder how that how would that even work as far as. Um... Well, I don't know. But if it's not going to work, why am I hearing about anything? So everybody can talk about what a misfit loser I am, what a paranoid I am. Man, I just thought that Grateful Dead concert was going to go on forever, man. You shouldn't have taken so much acid, man. It's like, like, whoa, like, just like that, I'm sitting here, what happened to my life, man? So let's see, Arkansas High Court, I'm looking on normal, seeing if it mentions Kentucky. Uh, they don't have it at the top of their news page, but uh, let's see, we've got um, Arkansas High Court approves marijuana legalization measure for the November ballot. So Arkansas is going to get uh, a whack at it. Oh man, that'd be awesome, man! <clears throat> Drive down to those uh, those hot springs, and uh, I mean, I'm trying to think about what is the name. What in the world is the name? I think the Ozarks. Go out to the Ozarks and uh, those uh, mountains and the natural springs. They got some full-on recreational going on down there, man. I <laughs> I'd move there. <laughs> You know, in, in Oklahoma, for $2,000, you can set up your own marijuana shop. That's all it costs, $2,000. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. And in Kentucky, we're just sitting here being told, <laughs> you can't do this. And we're all supposed to not be pissed off about it. And it's like the Bible says. I mean, for every time there is a season, there is a time actually you get pissed off. Like, it's one thing to say Kentucky's not going to be the first place to legalize anything but i mean this is just what a waste man whatever <laughs> like i said man i'm i'm hitting the i'm hitting the west coast i'm gonna play music and go out west are you gonna c come and see me play music man oh yeah 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 I'm yeah I, i've so never I'm i've never play music I'm, I'm starting a band uh -huh. and uh I hope you honestly that you'll come out and like you could travel with us from Oregon, like down to Northern California. Are you going um, to have awesome. a psychedelic best man totally, go from tan totally, to tan? Yeah. Totally, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've never been to the uh, Northwest and I plan on it. Well, it's gonna now, happen, man. Now, now that I'm now that I'm retiring, and action. <laughs> hey, y'all, look at this! 
Before I float away, for my co-host, David Vernon Miller, this is Dr. David W. Overby, and you've been listening to...